where uh, I belong Yeah, I never felt so yeah. strong And I'm back, I'm baby. feeling like there's nothing uh, that I can't try nothing. And if you with me, put yeah. your hands high, your hands high. Yeah. Welcome home Welcome to the IC Stars Alumni Podcast My name is Christian Romero And I am the current IC Stars Alumni Association President I am a former IC Star staff member I am the co-founder of Source Digital Marketing, but most importantly, I am an IC Stars alumni. I am an IC Stars alumni from Cycle 15, and I want to thank everyone for their creative input into creating this podcast. The idea of this podcast is to bridge the gap amongst alumni. We have old school alumni, we have new school alumni, we have residents, we have recent graduates, and we don't all know each other at a personal level. And what unites us and what makes us the Alumni Association of IC Stars is the journey that we've all experienced in going through the IC Stars internship. So learning about each other, learning about where we come from, hearing our stories is fundamental to strengthening that bond that unites us as the Alumni Association. For this first podcast, uh, I sat down with Joe Harvey from Cycle 18 uh, we met up, we had a nice lunch, a couple of beverages, and then we head back to the Source Digital headquarters, and we just kind of talk, you know, we're, we're good friends, I consider him a good friend, um, and he lets us in into his life and what it was like before Icy Stars, he talks about all his all of his community involvement, what it's like to be the board, be in the board of Icy Stars as the alumni representative. Um, and this is actually probably at least thus far from the people that I've been um, interviewing, not interviewing, but the people that I've been sitting down with and shooting the breeze with. This is probably the longest um, sit down chat, if you may. So this probably is going to be a longer episode than usual. Um, but I thought it was the right fit to go first with Joe Harvey as he sits in the board of IC Stars as he serves his community, as he is an entrepreneur at heart, as I say a lot in this podcast. Joe has a lot of initiatives going on, um, and he's doing good, not just for himself, but for his community, which is important to us. And just as a, as a you know, it's a cool Joe, you know, just as cool Joe, the, the, the fun guy that likes to party and likes to go to events and organizes events and enjoys a nice craft beer, I think it was the right fit to go with um, as the first alumni in this um, alumni podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, definitely, I'm always open to feedback. I'm always open for anybody. If you want, guys want to be a host, if you want to be a guest, if we're doing a sit down chat with you know you and maybe a couple of your cycle mates, we could all work that in. Um, I'm very open. This is your podcast, and I am just providing the platform to to strengthen that um, that bond that unites us as the alumni association. So, without further ado, here is Joe Harvey. Joe, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm happy to be here, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, for sure. So, Joe's not just an alumni uh, that's been around for a while. Uh, entrepreneur at heart. Um, and also, you occupy the actual alumni board seat this year, right? Yeah, um, I was selected to join the IC Stars board um, as the alumni member. Um, 
And I'm honored, honestly, you know, having my own nonprofit organization, I'm really soaking a lot in and learning a lot from um, the Icy Stars board and just how they do things and, you know, how to, you know, manage um, such a large um, organization that's doing so much for so many people um, in the community. For sure. So, um, so just a disclaimer, we just had a big ass lunch full of wings. We're not going to say from where. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and a couple of beers, so we'll see how this shit goes. Um, yes. And actually, so I'm going to put this out there. Joe had to pay for lunch because my ass forgot my wallet at the office. I did not pull out Biela Saldi, and I say Biela Saldi because every time I've invited her to lunch, she magically forgets her wallet. So it was a complete accident. What up, B? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Joe. So let's uh, before we go down the path of all your shameless plugs, because you have twenty things going on at once. Um, let's let's talk about Joe before before I see stars. I know you're from Robbins. Yeah, and that's good that you know that because I try to make sure everybody knows that. Um, but yeah, before I see stars, where was I? Um, I got to take a minute to to reflect on this. So before I see stars, I was. Um, looking for um, my path. Um, so when I graduated high school in 2000, um, I went away to college um, at Howard University in Washington, D.C. Um, I did a year there, um, and then I had to come home uh, because um, my father had got gotten sick and I needed to help with uh, some of the stuff around the house. Um, at that point, I started working. Um, so I did a few different things. Uh, I started my own, you know, T-shirt um, business. I was making T-shirts for people. Um, I was also working as a laborer um, doing deliveries. So I was delivering appliances to people's houses. Um, we were subcontractors for Sears. So, um, you know, when people order uh, refrigerators or washers and dryers, um, we would actually literally um, put on some straps and carry them in with, with you know, Do you have any bodies. fun stories? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, because, shit, I had a couple uh, deliveries done to my place, and, it, it you know, you think, I'm like, I'm going to have my house set up for a delivery guy to come in and do this, do that, but we always have to take out a frame or... <laughs> Do some crazy shit and it's like yeah. damn man i feel bad for the guy that's kind of waiting there you know for me to do this or they'll pitch in but any 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 fun stories from that yeah um i've taken apart um a lot of people's doors uh <laughs> taking apart a lot of appliances you know you take the doors off of the refrigerator so you can get into the uh to the apartment or the house a little bit easier then you put them back on um so I can't really think of any really, really like um, crazy, crazy stories, mm-hmm. but it's it's been a you while break too. Shit. Yeah, we we've had uh, quite a few claims. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when we when we were doing this, actually, uh, you know, I I worked with uh, one of my best friends, uh, Courtney, and he actually owned the truck and the delivery service, and. Um, he hired, you know, me and a couple other people to be the helpers or whatever. And I never really got any claims on my part because I was actually really careful. You know, I really take time to make sure I do things right. But, man, people were scratching up wooden floors, um, you know, going up people's stairways, like just knocking off banisters, mm-hmm. knocking off paint. And, you know, when you do that, the you know, the, the customer would end up calling Sears or whatever, and Sears always sides with the customer. So, you know, immediately say, well... So that get, should come out of your pocket, or Sears just gives you, like, well, a warning? 
Well, it, yeah. So the claim would come off, come out of the contractor's pocket, and then the contractor would take it out on you. So nothing ever mm. actually came out of my pocket. But I've seen some people I work with, you know, lose entire paychecks oh, because fuck. they make a mistake, or you know, and they end up dragging a, a stove across somebody's hardwood floor, make a mm. little scratch, and then Sears, you know, will say, "Okay, we'll give you six hundred dollars for a little scratch." When in reality, they come fix it themselves. So that's actually something I've done a couple times, though. I have went back to customers houses with, <laughs> so with my coworkers the and, then you go back and, and fix, fix it. it yes so you know because the claim would be the claim would hit hard so instead you know we would actually just after the shift is over you know go back and actually try to fix whatever mm-hmm. was wrong so that claim wouldn't happen um so i've done that a few times you know in this in this position and that's my phone that is your phone, Joe, and I have not started that, but, you know, when the phone rings during a podcast recording, uh, I think you owe everybody a beer, so. Everybody? You're the only person here. <laughs> yeah, I got that, you, man. The Bears play tonight. No, nah, like you already paid game. for lunch, shit. Forget yeah, matter of fact, we'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Need to quick pay your ass. Um, all right, so. You know, you did the delivery stuff. So what happened after that? So um, I was doing that, and I realized that, you know, this isn't for me. I was killing my body. Um, I was still a young man at the time. Um, but you You're know, still a young man right now, dude. I mean, compared to old men, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> compared to young men, I'm not. Um, but, you know, I was killing my body. So... Um, you know, started to look for something different, look for opportunities where I can actually, you know, use my use my brain. So um, another good friend of mine, one of my best friends actually um, told me about Icy Stars because That's she was right. I remember this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoe. She was um, doing the application. Uh, she was in the process and she was acting all secretive because, you know, I talked to her on the phone. I'm, I'm working on something. Like, What are you working on? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on, you know, this 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 technology company, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm interested. Like, I'm, I'm all about technology. I've always been a technologist. I've always liked gadgets and whatnot. Um, so she's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. So she told me about Icy Stars. I'm like, that sounds cool. I want in. How, how can I be a part of that? Um, so she told me about the website or whatever. I started the application process. Um, <clears throat> at the same time, um, you know, I was doing a bunch of other stuff. Like, I really am giving you a summary of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, I got, I ended up getting a job at Walmart because I put an application for a job because, you know, I needed a, I needed a job. That's so. right. I also, at some point, broke your Walmart card. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. That's right. We'll talk about, about it that. later. <clears throat> so, I got the job at Walmart, and, you know, I'm like, well, let me continue with the application process because this is, you know, more geared towards my long-term um, career path and future. So, you know, I got into it. You know, I'm like, you know, the cycle started. I met Christian because Christian was doing recruiting at the time. And he's like, yeah, we could probably get you in next cycle. I'm like, I want to get in this cycle. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, at that time, uh, my friend Zoe already got accepted into the program, but she ended up um, not doing it because um, she – found a way to uh, continue to go to school at Howard. So she went back to D.C. Um, so I'm like, Chris, let me take her spot. I know she's in. Let me let me mm-hmm. take her spot. Let me take her spot. Um, Chris couldn't pull those strings for me, but I still, you know, kind of got through the application process pretty quick because I wanted to try to get that spot. Um, and 
I, you know, honestly, like to me, the application process wasn't hard, but it was rigorous. Um, there was a lot of different steps to it. So I ended up getting not being a part of Cycle 17, which at this point I'm very thankful for because they're crazy. Um, cycle 17 cycle was 17. a good cycle, bro. Come on. Benjamin is. No. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm thinking <laughs> uh, Cycle. Right. Cycle 17, 17 was, nuts, was Benjamin, Rhonda. Yeah. Um, you got uh, Ace. What's, what's the boy's name? He called himself Ace oh, on Facebook. Oh, right, now. right. Um, Aaron Cox. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Cox. You know, um, um, Brandon Boyd. Was it Brandon Boyd? No, no, not Brandon Boyd. Brandon, Brandon Lavizio. Lavizio, right? Lavizio. He's yeah. yeah. Angelique Robinson. Angelique, had crazy. Macintosh. Macintosh. That's the homie. And then uh, we had drunk cuz I forget her name, but oh, yeah, our you good remember old friend, that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. from Cali. Yeah, rock star. Yeah, her name will come eventually. Yeah, <laughs> she would come in the morning with a cup of coffee. With hey, the, oh yeah, <laughs> every morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so I wasn't part of that cycle, so I ended up being a part of cycle eighteen. Um, and, you know, actually, at the same time, when I did the process, I was trying to tell my friends about it. So I told my friend Isaiah about it, iTech. And, uh, Pittman? He, yeah. So that's my homie. So you guys knew each other homie. before then? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I know that. I strategized that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> because he had trouble getting through the um, the logic puzzle or whatever. Donald plus Gerald? Yeah. Or the movie debugger, the one where you have to guess people's last names yeah, and occupations. Yeah, yeah the debugger. Mm -hmm. um, but I cracked it. I cracked the debugger. So I um, basically told him the formula to get through it, and he got he got through it. Was there a formula? As far as I know from Eric Leonard, it was it was just random at all times. It wasn't random at all times. No? It was a way. After I so don't many remember refreshers, now. you will come across mm -hmm. the one that you broke down? Yep. Um, I don't remember how to do it exactly, but I, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. So I helped him get past that to get into the same cycle as me. Um, he did the rest on his own, you know, as far as the interviews and everything. But, yeah, he was stuck on that. And I was like, dude, it's easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so then I got into cycle 18, and um, I was still working at Walmart. I ended up keeping that job. So during the cycle, um, you know, five days a week, I would take the Metro from Robbins to downtown and back. And then um, on the weekends, I would work so while a, a full eight hours. Yeah. And I was working a full eight hours at Walmart. So were you working the at the Walmart on 104, like 35th, mm -hmm. the one by Menards? Yep. That's what's up. That's the Walmart I go to now. <laughs> yeah, that's your neighborhood now. All right, I live in the little thing. <laughs> so, uh -huh. Yeah, I was taking, that's what I was doing the whole cycle. And, um, you know, Damn, that was grinding. rough, bro. Yeah, it was good times. Because I know and it was you, guys, a winner. you guys like to party hard also. Like, all bullshit aside, yeah. you guys partied hard. Cycle had 18, fun. had fun. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. I mean, Marcus, Tiffany, um, shoot, Queen partied a couple times. I mean. Queen Red. Yeah, Camille. The third, Allen. I think. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we, we we have fun, but you really, you know, me, Marcus, Tiffany, and Steven, you know, Steven was still a young boy then. He couldn't right. he couldn't go out everywhere we went. He was he wasn't even twenty one yet. And, uh neither was Camille. But so it was really me, Marcus I and Tiffany was hanging out. You weren't either, matter of fact, you weren't yeah. twenty one. You just gotta um, wear a suit jacket and act like you belong. <laughs> That's what I always said. Yeah, and our first man, our first event was Tech Bash. That was that really? was that was good times. That was before Where we was started. Tech Bash at? That's when it was in a random a rant. It was just. It wasn't random. Oh, it was uh, above the ITA. 
That's what it was? Yeah. So, so I didn't know about IT at the time. Yeah, low, uh, the, the floor before that. And then all the way at the top, they were like doing construction, and yep. it was the open space. Yep, it was just Eric open loved space. That it was crazy, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was right across the street from the Sears Tower. So you got to think we were maybe two weeks, three weeks into the cycle, and like this is our first event, mm-hmm. and you know, like that was just the vision and just being able to see. Um, you know what's possible you know we transformed this open space and brought in all these tech executives and um really made it into an event and um you know being able to see that when you don't see those types of things i think that's one of the keys to ic stars magic you know in transforming individuals is um showing the possibilities and looking back at it now like i go to events all the time with a bunch of people in suits who have a bunch of money and you know it's it's nothing it's to me. just another event exactly but mm-hmm. at that time like it was really something that i haven't done i've never done and being able to you know be a part of that so early on and um even you know seeing how many how much people respect it and, and you know um appreciated what icy stars was doing um, really kind of set the tone for um, kind of where I'm where I went after that so yeah, that yeah, pretty, if I'm not if I'm mistaken that tech bash um, we had Corey being the DJ yep Corey was a DJ right yep, yep. and we had um, Bernard Keys who was a volunteer but he worked more closely with um, Jerome Dishman at that point and they had like an Xbox I don't remember. Gaming thing? No. Yeah. I don't remember that, but it's possible because I remember yeah, it was, it was, it was Jerome good, talked about mm-hmm. doing Xbox stuff for a while. But, you know, I was you know, I was trying to, you know, you know, when you first go to the you yeah, just try yeah. to, you know, meet people. And, you know, we finally we had our business cards and, you know, we're trying to pass out our business cards or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was that was that was a good event. Um, and, you know, tech, that set the tone for me. Like, Tech Bash is all, you know, it's. He's like, oh, we could party and be professional at the same time. (laughs) Yep, yep. And everybody, you know, also, you know, even the playing field, everybody likes to have fun. You know, these people who we look at as, you know, people who are uptight, you know, they like to have fun and, you know, they're they're relatable, you know, Mm -hmm. even the playing field a little bit. So, yeah, that was was a good experience. That's what's up. Um... So you know, go going back uh, in in cycle eighteen. Your your experience of cycle eighteen was the 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 experience that I went through similarly as far as project one, project two, project three, right? Which was the you work? Did you work with United Stationers or did no, you we work with, with uh, Siemens? Siemens, right? Yeah. Siemens, and then project two was the business plan competition, and then the mm-hmm. third was uh, during that era everybody's like make it or break it project right yeah, yeah. Uh, movement the, makers uh, yeah the movement makers project yep yep i wonder if they're still around but yeah it was the movement mm-hmm. makers project which was crazy it was a big initiative um you know i forget the name of the organization but basically the organization was a coalition of different organizations that are doing good in the neighborhoods and they wanted to build a site where um People can come and they can find out what a, what our different community based organizations doing, and IC Stars was building this site and using it as Project Three for. That was like, like a Facebook for yeah yeah for nonprofits, right? Exactly, that's what the idea was, and the ugly part was we're building it in Drupal, um, <laughs> <laughs> which you know unless you 
man, that yeah, was. Yeah, unless you were in, in the trenches during that time, it, 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 it was brutal. Like, it was several all-nighters. Several, yes. Um, they don't even do all-nighters anymore, do they? Uh, they don't. At least that I know of, they don't. Yeah, we had multiple all-nighters, you know, understanding Drupal and the different um, plug no, modules, they call them modules, not plugins, mm-hmm. the different right, modules that's... and, you know, figuring out how to, you know, code the CSS and, the, you know, PHP to kind of make it look the same. So basically we had to build on top of what the previous cycle built and make it look the same. Because it was a and handoff, then, right, from cycle to cycle. Exactly, and then we had to build on top of that. Um and every cycle, every member of the cycle had their own had their own instance of it. So we all had to build different sites. Like was, everybody uh, was yeah, building was a Benjamin, site. Was Ben Benjamin was was he staff at that point? No, nah, he was still in cycle. He was seventeen. Oh, we, we were eighteen. We had the staggered overlapping. Right? Yeah, we had the staggered cycles at that right. time, which was also crazy. So. You know, a lot of you new schoolers don't know about how the stagger cycle. Even your old old schoolers don't know about about the right. stagger cycle. Cycle fifteen was the first to kind of right. go into the second floor, while cycle fourteen was up on the fifth floor. You mean cycle sixteen? No, fourteen. Oh, fourteen. So okay. fourteen was on their second month when we oh, came in. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and obviously, once they left, well, it took them forever to leave. <laughs> I'm sure they fucking got stipends till like so, sixty. Somewhere from fourteen to probably about twenty. Twenty two, twenty one, maybe. They weren't doing stagger because they took a break. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe twenty two, twenty one. Because when Debs came around, her think her first cycle was twenty three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think they were staggered at that. No, they point. weren't staggered after that. So you know, and that goes into, you know, how I know that because I ended up working at IC Stars later on. That's but, right. Um, <laughs> Joe was actually uh, We started part this of thing the, together. The whatever Source Digital is now, <laughs> uh, at that point, we were the just social enterprise at IC Stars. <laughs> trying to figure out what to tweet about. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, we did the stagger. So, yeah, the stagger cycles was essentially um, where. After a month and a half, roughly, of a cycle being in there, um, they would move from the fifth floor. This is when we were still at 212 West Superior. Um, we would move from the fifth floor to the second floor, and then the new cycle would come in on the second floor with the idea that um, the, the cycle that's been there can kind of be more of a mentor-type big brother, big sister role for the, the newer cycle, which was good because, actually, I think um, – a lot of relationships, um, you know, friendships were kind of formed um, out of that, probably that probably wouldn't have existed without relationships, it. Relationships, relationships. Yeah, actually, some did form out of that, actually. Uh, <laughs> some were volatile. Um, you know, I'm not going to name names, but right. I, I, I got memories. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that is interesting. But, yeah, that's kind of how that that whole staggered cycle thing worked that's when we had more space too i mean we couldn't do that now with having one floor but the two floors paid kind of paved the way for that um and we did that they did that from like 14 to about 21 22 i remember after us was um ratliff and alfredo and them right ratliff um, dewan fredo DeJuan, tito, tito yeah yeah unique and I'm it, actually, I can say, you know, I had a pretty solid relationship with most of those people, and you know, still look at them to this day as you know. Would you say that you know, good you know, aside of, of the whole staggeredness, like what brought you guys together was 
because even when you guys were on the job hunt like you guys would still come around like all of you guys would come around yeah we would because part of it was when we were on a job hunt it was 2008 and we were dead smack in the middle of the recession and there weren't any jobs you know we were at the point where and i think this kind of also helped build some 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 of the character that i have now um we were at the point where you know the economy kind of came to came to a halt um you know the first presidential, well, first Obama inauguration, we actually watched. Um, That's right, on the fifth floor, right? We watched it on the Everybody fifth floor. Everybody got together and watched yeah. it on the fifth floor. It was a crazy experience, too, you know, just seeing that, you know, like, you know, we look at it now and take for granted the fact that we've had Obama for, you know, eight years. Eight and some years. people look at it like he hasn't done anything for us, whatever. I don't agree with you. We can talk about that offline. But um, at the point where we were at the, at that time, like, you know, there wasn't as much opportunity then as it was now. So I see stars came right on time for me because I don't know what where I would have went uh, with without it. Um, but yeah, when we came out the cycle, there weren't there weren't jobs. There weren't it was jobs, people yeah. who were in the industry for you know twenty thirty years who were applying for the same positions that we were applying for. Um, so after the cycle, I ended up starting my own web development company um, and just started, you know, learning WordPress, um, you know, learning a couple other tools. And, See, Joe and was a rebel. He started learning and doing WordPress when IC Stars was heavily yes. pushing Drupal. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was just funny because I just didn't like Drupal. And I'm like, I found this other tool and that people were using. Like, this is, this is cool. I like mm-hmm. this. Um, and, you know, I started going out to different places in the community and um, asking if they needed websites. And, you know, was this through a uh, Forward Light? Yeah, Forward Light oh. Technology Services. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it started. Um, and, you know, then I ended up being able to move to the city through another opportunity. Um, <clears throat> at that time, um, we were working, well, the Alumni Association was able to kind of forge a relationship with um, Jeff Weinberg of Drexel Properties, who um, came in for tea one day. He's a good friend of, um, I believe, Jeff Ormisher. Um, he came in for tea one day. And he was really kind Dave of... Dave O from Closer Look. Yeah. Okay. Dave, not Jeff. Dave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the beer. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, he came in for 10. He's like, you know, this is cool. You know, I own a bunch of properties in the South Shore neighborhood. I've been getting break-ins lately. And uh, I'll be interested in, you know, maybe trying to find somebody who can help me do some community organizing because he lived way on the north side. And, you know, he wasn't on the south side like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean... There's leverage there where, you know, so basically it's like I want to start this tenant leadership council uh, within my properties. um, And I would like, you know, maybe one or two or three um, alumni to take leadership of it. You know, I will offer them an apartment for free for a year. Um, So, you know, I heard about that. So I was. Did an application process. Yeah, that's how me and Nicosi ended up linking up. I ain't known before that. Um, okay. Now that's my homeboy, but yeah. So, so you guys got picked individually. Yeah, so we got picked oh, I individually. You had to, like, pair up with somebody and apply. No, it was individual. So I applied as an individual. Um, went through a couple rounds of interviews <clears throat> with you know, um, with, with with Jeff and with the Icy Stars uh, staff and um, 
you know, ended up getting selected for that role. Um, so I ended up moving to Drexel Properties on South Shore, 67th and Paxton, and um, being the leader of the Tenant Leadership Council um, with, you know, Nikosi White, you know, as, as my partner. So we actually did some really cool, innovative things over there with zero budget. Um, you know, we would work with the young people in the properties, and we have to go up and down every stairwell, knock on doors, um, you know, give them flyers. Uh, we had different events at, at um, the community center over there, the Nash Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, during the holiday season, you know, we we uh, give away books and, you know, encourage parents to read with their, with their uh, kids or whatever, kind of build their family unit. Um, we did um, a pool party at the Nash Center. Um, what else did we do? We did a few things. We gave away book bags. We had a huge book bag giveaway, which was really cool. We got those donated from a local church. Um, you know, we had just different community events. In the summertime, it was a little bit better because we would do things in the courtyard. Well, I remember you had this, like, big, like, kind of, uh, was it a block party? Yep. We had a block a party big over block there. block party, yep. yeah. Yeah, we had a block party, a bunch of giveaways. We had, uh, my cousin's a clown. Um, so he came out, you know. Um, well, he actually dressed up this time? You're funny. No, my cousin actually is a clown. I have a, a cousin who's a clown. professional clown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Nookie the Cookie Clown. He's the brown clown from Clown Town. <laughs> and, you know, he's actually, that's his that's his passion. Is he like, still doing gig, but Yeah, he is. But he um he actually, like, has a real professional job and makes a lot of money. But he likes he likes working Just on the weekends, he does yeah. gigs. That's what's up. Um, we went to clown college. <laughs> no lie, it's funny. Um, but yeah, so we had him come out and you know had a, a you know one of the big blow up things and you know barbecued and had you know stuff for the different different. So how long were you guys the out there? So did you guys complete the year? But you guys feel like you guys stood there more yeah, than a year. Yeah, we were there for like two years. Yeah, it yeah. ended up being two years. Uh, after the first year, we ended up having to you know pay rent, but you know it was but still good. You guys good. still kept organizing. Yeah, we kept organizing. That's actually um, that was the that was the. St- foundation and started city insight actually i'm out there um because um so city insights my nonprofit organization um uh, <clears throat> and we we're looking kind of for ways to kind of do more mm-hmm. um so we kind of got a jump on 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 doing that doing city insight and started city Insight. city insight was actually founded while i was living out there so yeah, yeah. I remember you guys started. were doing the festivals and you were doing some YouTube mm-hmm. videos. But that was in the city TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a okay. whole nother enterprise. See, uh, <laughs> Joe's an entrepreneur at heart. He keeps starting up shit. I can't keep up with it. Yeah, and that's and and I'm thankful for that, you know, because um when I finished the cycle, um I was kinda going through through um a self-discovery phase. Like I was seeing successful people of color kind of um, you know, they were in technology. It, was, it wasn't as many of them, but it was still some of them in, in the business world. And I wanted to be like them. And So what was that like, though? Like, so you, you graduated and it was, like you said, it was in the middle of the recession. Mm-hmm. No jobs. You know, um, you know, at this point, you know, you have, um, you know, recent graduates coming out of IC Stars being like, I thought I was going to get a job after this, but, you know, right. then it might take them a month or two. But at that or point during four. the recession, like, <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere. Like, you would go, but like you said, you were competing against people that, 
have been working at X company for 10 years yeah. and now they're going for entry level because they're trying to pick up anything they can get. Yeah, it was it was rough for me. And like I said, I was trying to be like some some of the people that I did see that were successful in this industry. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know how to say like, I don't know. Some of them would kind of be like in my in my eyes now would kind of be whitewashed a little bit more than I am. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm from Robbins. I always represent where I'm from. But, you know, I've been around different cultures my entire life. I went to a Catholic school. Um, but, you know, part of part of what it was was I was seeing people, you know, they would, they would talk like this and, you know, kind of have a different, you know, different way of doing things. And, you know, that's just, I tried that and it wasn't me. Um, I tried to be this person who I wasn't, and um, that's part of the reason why I started doing my own thing. Um, because I was already doing my own thing before this, you know. I was before I see stars. I, you know, in addition to other stuff, I was um, working, you know, in the in the music world as a as a manager for a couple of Chicago artists. So it's like I, I had a few different different hustles going already. So I was, you know, after the cycle, I was still working weekends at Walmart, um, and you know trying to figure out figure out my path and my path ended up being one where you know what I realized I don't want to work for somebody and go into court into the corporate world um even though I do want that money but I I can't be somebody who I'm it not it just didn't feel like and, it, that right. you and you know I'm I learned that you know some people do want somebody like me but a lot of companies aren't interested in that and I went on a few interviews and you know really thought I was going to get that job really really thought you know after four three four interviews like why would they keep inviting me back if I'm not going to get the job if they're going to select somebody else even even and I don't know if you want to talk about this but I'll just say a little bit like even working for IC Stars right like you know while you're in the internship <laughs> or whatnot you think like oh you know working at IC Stars is the greatest thing like right. I would love to be there but it's pretty brutal, bro. Like at yeah. least from my experience, you know. And I was there a long ass time. I think yeah, I was you, employed there, there like entire life, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you know, I was, it was Sandy's been there the longest. Then it's Eric, and then it, it was me, <laughs> right? Um, and now and, you gotta where you're it, going it's, now. It's, but. it's rough. It's rough being in you know staff at IC Stars, and you were staff. Yeah, so I was staff. I was one of the founding members of the social enterprise within IC Stars that did social media services. That's what we were called. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I was a staff member, and it was rough. It was interesting. And at that time, I was also, you know, I was working on Drexel Properties Project, living on the south side. I was doing In the City TV. Um, And every now so, yeah, let me just keep it real, so. Every now and then, you know, I, I would, we start at 9 o'clock, I'd come in at like 9.05, 9.10, whatever, <laughs> because, you know, I was taking public transportation, I wouldn't always gauge gauge the trans, the, the trans, the time right to commute, um, you know, but, you know, most days, I would be there till at least 6 o'clock working. At least. On most like, day. Right, you know. at least, right? Uh, making sure that whatever we're working on is completed uh, for, for that day at that time. Um, but, you know, when you're working for a company, a corporation, you got to, you know, follow the rules. The rule is you need to be there on time, 9 o'clock. So that became an issue, apparently. Um and you know Christian was always on time. Well, actually, Christian was not always. On I, time. I was not always. Christian on worked time. from home quite a bit. No, not. 
not all the time or not a quite a bit like but I, yeah i'll admit i wasn't on time all the time because there will be tuesday i remember tuesdays we had to be there like or it was a friday or whatnot mm-hmm. whenever we had like some morning call right right like we will dial in from transit like right you know and um and you know like yeah joe will be late but i will also be late sometimes yeah and i mean the thing about that it was, cut up to us like <clears throat> like or not the thing it didn't compromise our work at the end of the day, and I, I'll still stick to this, you know, whatever anybody says, it never compromised the, the quality of the work we were doing. Um, but, you know, this is a corporate environment. So part of it was, you know, well, Icy Stars was also in a transition at that time, which, you know, a lot of people are, you know, right, some we people were employees were, and we had managers. And- exactly. And some people are before the transition, you know, as far as alumni, some people are after the transition. But, you know, there was a transition happening. Um, and part of it was a professional image that wanted to be portrayed. So what ended up happening in my in my situation was, um, you know, after we finally, you know, we were successful for a year, you know, we we're invited back to continue with this social enterprise thing, um, you know, it. I was put on probation for, you know, my, my attendance and, you know, I was given an ultimatum. Well, you can sign this, you know, sign this letter saying that, you know, um, you will not be late anymore. (laughs) And, you know, if you're late again, then, you know, you agree to termination or you stop working. And this held up for like a year, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, It was like a year. One year probation. I remember, you know, Joe and I were talking, you know, Probably we went out for drinks that night or whatnot. <laughs> it was like Joe was yeah. like, "Bro, I could rob a liquor store and not be on probation for this." <laughs> I said that. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, like it was a one-year probation, you know. Like, and, that's unheard of with IC stuff. And I'm too. knowing, I'm knowing for a fact that you know, sometimes it's you know it's beyond me. You know, I can I can start leaving the house at you know seven thirty and get there, but you know I'm not because I have other things that 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 also you know kind of take my time so you know i think to the surprise of sandy and eric i didn't sign a letter i told them you know i'm not gonna sign this we can renegotiate terms or something but i can't do this so that's how i ended up stopped working at ic stars i didn't agree to the terms of, of that probation um and at the end, you know, and me and Sandy joke about it sometimes, you know, I'm like, Sandy, you fired me. Like, that was so mean. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it ended up like, working, Joe walk, working mean, out working out You walked out on your own terms, bro. Like, you're yeah. like, on the other hand, you know, like, so I guess I'll put this out there. Like, as soon as Joe left, I got pulled into the room, too. And it's like, well, if Joe didn't sign it, somebody might have signed this shit. <laughs> so I was offered also a nice little one-year probation. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I needed to keep working and I needed to be, you know, I, I felt like at that point I didn't have no options. Um, if you know me well, then you know why. But um, I just felt like I had no option. I'm like, whatever, I'm going right. to keep doing what the man says. Although, you know, I know... Maybe Icy Stars is not the man, but at that moment, I felt like... At that point, they were the man. You know, like, so I, I signed it, and I, you know, did stay there for more than a year, but I was there at 8 a.m. every day, because prior to that, you know, being there at fucking 6 a.m., 7 a.m. didn't count for shit. Exactly. <laughs> right? Because like, I was... It doesn't matter. At that point, I was driving from, um, not at that point when I got the probation, but years prior to that, when I first started working there, I was driving from Romeoville to... To downtown Chicago to 
212 West Superior. And right. in order for me to be traffic and to be here on time, I would be there at, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. I even got a key way before, you know, I was even officially full-time staff. So I could open because I was there so goddamn early. And when it came down to we're building this social enterprise, is that like you have to be at a certain time or else you're late and that's going to count against you. So it was rough times. I mean, I... Yeah. I wasn't so happy during those times, obviously, but, you know. <laughs> but it worked out. And, you know, the social imp- enterprise grew. And now, you know, um, you know, Source Digital, a totally separate entity, um, even though YC Star still owns the name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're a separate entity. And, you know, Brandies and Christian are, you know, paving their own way. So it worked out. And, you know, even though I was a founding member of that, I um, <laughs> own no stake in Source Digital at this time, which which is which is okay. Um, but I think you if know, you don't need stake, it will be negative stake, right. so you don't want to get in that. <laughs> I would have to come in and pay you guys every month. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, it ended up working out. And I went through some hard times after that of, <clears throat> you know, financial insecurity and you know, trying to trying to figure things out and thinking to myself, well, what if I did just sign on the dotted line? But um, you know, one thing that that I, I at that time and even before that, I always try to say to myself was, you know, I'm not gonna make decisions out of a, a place of a, a place of fear, but more so out of a place of wanting to make that decision. Um, and you know, for me to make that decision to to not um, agree to that terms of that probation was because I didn't want to. Um, I didn't think it was fair. I didn't think it, you know, I didn't think it was something that at that time I needed to necessarily agree to because I wasn't, I, I just didn't agree to it. Um, and I could have, you know, made a decision out of a place of, well, you know, desperation and fear where, you know, I need this job, but it really wasn't paying that much at the time anyway, honestly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if it was paying more, I probably would have made a different decision. Um, Clearly you know. to me that did not matter. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, Chris also uh-huh. was, a, he had seniority over me. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do. At the end of the day, and, and I teach that to my students. You got to handle your business. You have to do what you have to do in order to put yourself in the best position. Um, and now, you know, I look back so, so at what, it like. So from that moment, like, right, obviously, you know, you say you went through hard times or whatnot. So what what was the light bulb? What was the, the, the thing that told you, like, all right, let me go? Because after that is when you started the, the City Insight. Right. Well, we started game. before that, but we really took it to the next level mm-hmm. after yeah. that. Because I was able, I had a little bit you more time, more time to dedicate to it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my uh, wonderful uh, co-founder, um, Alita Garrett, she she was able to kind of um, help steer things in the right direction. And then, you know, um, I, always, I always say things are going to be all right. You know, that's kind of... That's, that's my motto. Um, everything's going to be all right. Because at the end of the day, it is. I mean, shit can get really hard. Shit can get really fucked up. But if you dwell on what's fucked up, you're not, you know, it's not going to be all right. Um, so, yeah, I knew things were going to be all right. So we ended up, you know, getting, you know, putting in a um, proposal. We got now with After School Matters to do our program in Inglewood at Ropes and High School. So what is City Insight? Give us a quick... So City Insight is a uh, 501c3 organization, um, and we do technology, business, and leadership training 
<laughs> for at-risk youth. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, we got a whole BLT. But more specifically, <laughs> um, our goal is to um, create awareness of social and economic inequalities and work towards solutions. Um, we primarily focus on the south side of Chicago, um, and we... We, we recently had a shift in our program model, so now we're focused on doing um, career training programs. So we have a um, hospitality training program. Career readiness type? Yeah, career readiness, career mm-hmm. training, like literally like giving you the skills to go out and get a job in this industry. Um, and we're starting our training, our, our construction training program in February. Um, we were Right, so talk a little bit about that. You were telling me uh, we talked a few maybe last week. Probably. Where you're like you're getting like top of the line, modern type technology yeah, for yeah. construction. So we um we actually last year we we the organization we brought a property in the Roseland neighborhood, which is what we're focusing on right now, the Roseland Pullman area, um on the far south side of Chicago. What's and, the zip code? Um six zero six two eight. Okay. So um we you know we brought the property with the goal to rehab it, renovate it, and, you know, either rent it out or sell it to a low-income um, family. So um, what I was doing pre- previously, uh, when I say previously, I mean for the past for the past two and a half years, I've been working with the Youth Build program for an organization called um, Prologue Inc., which sucks. Um, but the Youth Build is great. So what we ended up doing was um, City Insight applied for the Youth Build Grant, which is a federally funded grant through the Department of Labor, um, which um, the Youth Build Grant is for teaching at-risk youth construction skills, mm-hmm. out-of-school youth primarily is who they focus on. So for these are for young adults between the ages of 17 and 24 um, who dropped out of school um, and want to get their life together. So, so is that part of the requirement that they have to be a school dropout? Yeah. So they got to okay. be a school dropout. Um, with us, we kind of um, we're able to kind of walk walk along that line because we work with uh, alternative school youth. I so see. to get an alternative school, you have to not be in either kicked out yep. or dropped out of regular CPS school. So they qualify, mm-hmm. which means we don't have to do the GED component, which would be a headache. So because part of the requirement for them to complete the program is for them to get their um, GED or high school diploma. I see. But they'll be getting diplomas and the school helps with that but we, we work really closely with the schools as well um so yeah we recently just got funded for this upcoming this upcoming cohort so we got a, you know it's a two-year grant it's um it's a lot of money but we have a partnership with metropolitan family services since we're such a young organization we don't have that financial history we're working with them um to kind of help us out a little bit and they'll be doing most of the um, case management work while we're focusing on the really construction training. So we're actually doing the, we're doing what we do. We we work with young people. We teach them skills. Um, so we'll be doing that with 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 the young folks. And, uh, and they're installing solar panels. Yep. And- so we we've got a we got an um, a MOU with um, a solar panel installation company. They're going to be giving us solar panels to install and teaching the young people how to install it. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll be probably doing LED lights throughout the house, um, as opposed to traditional um, bulbs. Um, that's more energy efficient. They last. They literally last thirty years or more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be top notch, top of the line. Um, we'll be, you know, probably refabricating the entire, um, the entire um, 
plumbing system. Um, we'll be using, you know, the most um, sustainable materials for that. We're still trying to kind of figure out what actually would be the most sustainable for that. Um, and we'll be using, you know, um, the new water heaters that they put in. Um, right, right. You know, the ones that just heat up water literally in a second. Mm-hmm. Um those are they have the electric ones, so we want to what we want to do is use electric ones so that we can create our own electricity for it. Okay. Um. So we won't be pulling too much from the grid. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be making some really really nice enhancements. And the cool thing about it is we're teaching these young people how to do it. So we're teaching them these skills, and um, at, at, on a very high level, um, you know, we want to put them to work. You know, we want to get them employment. Um, with these skills that we're giving them. So that's part of what we're doing. We're um, helping them get into the apprenticeship programs after our program. Um, you know, we have some partnerships with construction companies so that they can employ these young folks. Um, so that's really what our model is. We want to, you know, become not only just, I mean, we're really kind of doing what IC Stars is doing, except with manual labor. Um, <laughs> And that work, it works. From the neck down. <laughs> from, right, we we'll do it from, Brandy, uh, Brandy's. from the uh, neck down. I, start, I don't know why I thought of Brandy's. You're sitting on Brandy's chair. Um, <laughs> yeah, from I see Stars takes care of the, from the neck up, right? You guys take mm-hmm. care for the neck down. Right, we But do. it's a start, bro. I mean, especially with, um, you know, these new technologies, top of the line stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting them ready for, for whatever the future brings you know exactly and it pays well i mean you know the 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 construction industry it pays well hospitality industry pays well i mean you know you get in you you get in the union you know you're a carpenter your floor is like 48 i mean 42 dollars an hour like that's what you're making minimum Mm -hmm. once you get into overtime it's crazy i mean it's people here, you know, working in, in the technology field, not making forty-two dollars yeah, an sure. hour, like the majority of folks. So, like, mm-hmm. it's 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 an industry that's not going anywhere. It's only getting bigger. You know, you look outside, River North has transformed so much. Right. All these junior workers out here getting baked. You know, building these building these buildings, and how many of them look like they us? They tore down the hojos, bro. They tore down the hojo. I used to go <laughs> there for the for the what was it? The three for three for three. Uh uh-huh, breakfast. Yeah, the breakfast. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I man, after a long night <laughs> of hanging out, I wouldn't even go home half the time. <laughs> yeah, I would have said after a long night of, of working and coding. <sighs> nah, man, we used to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did working and coding, too, but, you know. But, yeah, this they tore down the whole Joe. They're building, what, like 300-unit condos See, and, or and, shit? And the crazy thing about you, Joe, like, so you have all these things going on, and you still add more to your plate. Like, you have this new True. app. That's about to launch. Yeah, developed the app. Um, it's actually viral, but I had nothing to do with de- development actually. But no, nah, like no, but you you got involved in the early stages, like yeah, and, and, and you're promoting it. You're you're working with with them people. So let us know about what, what's up with this upcoming viral so, app. So thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. But no, I think um, once again it goes into um, my my way of seeing things and. I teach my students the same thing. Some of them listen, some of them don't, but you have to see the opportunity where it exists, right? So, you know, life is, you know, and I I think I got this from a tea speaker, or maybe I developed it from different tea speakers. Maybe you heard it from me, who knows? I might have heard it from Christian, but, (laughs) you know, life life is a mix of opportunity and adversity, right? So, 
a lot of people don't even realize that simple thing. But most people, they don't see the opportunity because they're so focused on the adversity that's right in front of them. So they don't see the the opportunity that's literally right next to that adversity because they're so focused on that adversity. They're so focused on what's going on. You know, I can't pay the light bill. I can't, you know, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, I, I got medical bills. I got, you know, I got to get back in school or whatever. But there's literally opportunity sitting right there, right next to it. And you don't capitalize on it because you think it, it, it's so not what it is. You can't. Exactly. And, um, that's kind of something that I always try to take with me and share with people. But back to this app. So this app just kind of came out of um, seeing an opportunity. Um, so <clears throat> essentially it's an app called uh, FireFan. Um, and it's, you know, released by this company called United Games. If you're my friend on social media, you probably see me promoting it a little bit. But I got an opportunity to be a marketing affiliate. You know, it's a limited license. Nobody else can be a marketing affiliate now because that opportunity has closed. Um, but basically, it's the it's, it hasn't even been released yet. It's coming out at the end of the month. It's a um, it's an app where it lets you interact with live um, sports broadcasts. Um, it lets you know players interact live with live sports broadcasters and predict what's going to happen next in the game. And you can, you know, play against your friends, um, build lifetime achievement points, and you could redeem those for core prizes like um, tickets to games, um, hats, shirts, water bottles, uh, all these different things, um, iPads, all that shit. Um, but the cool thing about it is that it adds another level of interaction with. Um, watching sports broadcasts, which, you know, there are literally billions of people who enjoy sports as a spectator. I'm thinking as even being in Chicago plays well for me because the Bears suck right now. So if you're watching the Bears game, you're going to go out to, you know, go out to a bar, hang out with your friends, watch the Bears game, halftime, third quarter come around, you're like, okay, we're losing. Um, I done drunk my beer and I ate my chicken wings. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Now, if you're playing this app, you you're, you're more invested in the game. Yeah. You're gonna stay. You're gonna you know be social more. You're gonna it's adds another competitive edge to it. So you're competing with your friends. You're competing with against you know other people um, worldwide um, to get the most points and have fun. So um, it's cool. So a lot of people are like, well, I need to develop the next million dollar app. I, f I said the same thing, but guess what? I'm not a developer. Um, <laughs> so I saw this opportunity to get in on the ground floor of the next billion dollar app um, without having to do any development work. All I do is tell people about it and I get paid a commission for people downloading and playing a free app. Um, so that's just another opportunity. It could be huge. Um, I think it will be huge, and I'm working it. But it's just just something else, man. So, you so take help advantage. a brother star and download the app. Yeah, download when it the comes app. Down, it's uh, Firefan. Firefan. So download Firefan when it comes out. Um, use my um, my player access code, which is Hotshot. So when you download the app, the first thing it's going to do is going to link to either Facebook or whatever. And then it's going to say, what's your player access code? Hotshot. That's my player access code. That's right. I got a good code. It's easy to remember, right? Yeah, so hotshot. I'm working this. <laughs> you know, some people got dumb codes like, you know, Frank Jordan number seven. Like, what? Nobody's going to remember that. Who right. is Frank Jordan? Hotshot. Hotshot works. But yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. Also working City Insight. Um, you know, is Forward Light still around? Um, the website is the URL is, but <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I'm, I'm you only like, have so much time in the day to I'm work not it, Joe. For like so much, I mean, <laughs> th- and that's what you gotta, you gotta understand you also how had the industry for a while. changes. You had the, um, was it photo, photo? Yeah, photos, yeah, photos Ill are still photos. Uh, yeah, photos are still in effect. I'm still doing gigs. I'm still taking pictures of people. Um, I'm making videos. Um, I might have a gig this weekend actually. Um, but yeah, like taking photos, that's one of my passions. Um, I'm learning more about it. I've been learning more about how to do it well over the years. Um, so, if photos Since are still So, Joe's busy. Yeah. If you need a photo shoot. I got you. If you want to download an interactive app as you watch a football game. I got you. Hot Shots, the promo code. Yes, sir. Um, if you know somebody that wants to you know find an opportunity in the construction space i got you um i mean what else joe i mean shit i mean you're covering all different sides like community entrepreneur mobile app i'm really interested in you know just kind of helping people and that just you know that that just you know there's yours just you being you and then on top of that you got nominated to be the board seat so yeah, and that's that's been a learning experience, man. It's been very interesting kind of seeing how things work. And, you know, I'm kind of like Sandy's boss right now. <laughs> so, you know, if she gets out of line, I can I can I can get her fired. Uh, <laughs> no but no, nah, Sandy's actually been a big part of part of my my um, I guess my success. I don't really call myself successful, but um, she's always somebody who, you know, gives me good advice and um, who is able to um, help me put things in perspective when I need to. Um, Because, you know, Sandy keeps it real. Um, You know, yeah. Real funny sometimes. She does. She keeps it real funny. But, (laughs) you know, Sandy's a straight up gangster. You know, you got to know that part of Uh it. You know, everybody has a dog. Some people just, some people really just. See the Hello Kitty side, right? But once you kind of spend some time in nowhere, like, um, you know, she's she's a G. And you know, and I appreciate that. I appreciate. I appreciate you, Chris. I appreciate everybody who's kind of helped me get to get to this point. Because you could have looked at me like this dude wants to get in this organization. He wants to be an intern, and he said he wants to take somebody else's spot. Like no, like <laughs> right, you right. just know. Like, you I know. I remember like that that phone call when I called. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. Zoe. I called her up, and I'm like, hey, just want to make sure because I was taking over TS's role, and I, I mean, I had it. I, I still haven't even met her. Like I just know that she was in the in the pile where all the acceptance people were. Right. I called her up like, "Hey, just FYI, we're starting. You know, this is the date." She's like, you know what? I can't. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna make it anymore. Thanks for the opportunity. Right. She's like, but um, I do have somebody else that's interested. Nice. <laughs> and she's like, um, I think you already applied. Look into his file, Joe Harvey, and worked out. There we go. It happened. Yeah, that's my homie. But yeah, man, just you know. Um, I don't know if we're closing, but on a closing note, I mean, I like, you know, I just like to remind people, man, it's it's about the journey, man. It's not just about the destination, you know, because um, if you focus on the destination, you might not never get there. And then you miss all the all the joy and experiences along that journey. Um, you know, we got to enjoy this thing, you know. Um, Hang out with your cycle mates. Hang out with people you don't know. You know, we're having a Halloween party. Um, That's right. See, look. You know, plug in, you know. Plug galore over here. Help people, man. You know, if we, you know, really, we have so much power in our network. If if one, if, if we get together, you know, if you get together with two, three people and you guys all just pick a task, you can make really big things happen. 
Bro, you don't like, have to do like, it all yourself. You know, no lie. Like, we would get together. Like, it would be you, Alfredo, Pantoja from Cycle 19, Hector, um, Joe Radliff. Like, we would go out drinking. Jay, we would co- <laughs> right, we would, co- we would go out, have, a, you know, a couple of drinks. Yeah. We'll end up back at the studio and start buying domains because we, we thought of an idea. Yeah, masterminding. Right? Yep. And that has, and look at look at what look what's happened with that. Look at the group you talk about. Like Fredo travels the world working from his computer. That's right. Like he literally He's in Colombia right now. He's in fucking Colombia and he's making money on his computer somehow doing something with a domain that he brought. He's uh-huh. he's the e commerce king and nobody even knows his name. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look at what Ratliff is doing. Ratliff has a team of you know, people that are, he's teaching, you know, to do binary trading and, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. And, you know, he's he's in Virginia right now. Like, you know, he he works remotely all the time. You know what I mean? Like, Hector is just, Hector he, just he's Hector, being Hector, man. I mean, he's Hector's just traveling life. the world just for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> he's going just, to see concerts. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to uh, D.C. to see a concert. Dude, you just went to California to see a concert. Like, you know, and, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, enjoy the journey, cause you know we're all gonna die one day. That's our destination. At the end of the day, our destination is death. So, you know, enjoy this journey, man. Don't get too caught up in everything else, and just know that if you do the right things, it's gonna be all right. Like, we'll all be all right. You know, don't complain about shit. Like, all that complaining, like I leave that alone. Like, that's for other people. Like, just make it happen. Right, mm-hmm. and if anything, you have the support of the alumni association. You have the network yeah. of IC stars. So, and if you want it, you're gonna it. make it. You know, like let's strengthen it. But in order to strengthen that, we have to be active. We have to. In have order each to strengthen back. it, we need to come to the Halloween party, right? Yeah, come to the Halloween party. So October 29th at shit. The Pony Lounge. The, no, it's not. It was it was at the Pony Lounge, but we changed it to somewhere else. <laughs> Well, it's a fifty dollar ticket. Well, you can come for free. You can come. Okay. For, it's no cost. It's no cover. Fifty dollars allows you to drink free for three hours, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty good deal. It's not. It's not the well liquor. You know, you're getting like the the mid range liquor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, fifty dollars um, to drink for free. Um, a portion of that will go towards the Icy Stars Alumni so Icy Stars Alumni Emergency Fund. So, this so that is, that goes to who? Like, what? What is the? What is that fund? So that fund, which I didn't even know existed when I was in cycle, but that fund basically is for. Um, Interns currently in a cycle that may be in an emergency situation in need of a little bit of financial assistance. So um, the lights are going to get cut off. You know, you're able to show evidence that, you know, even though you, you know, getting your little stipend, um, that's not enough to to keep your lights on in your house. Right, and I think all of us, you know, experience that that hardship going through a cycle, you know. I always joke around that, you know, at least during cycle, I was able to walk down to the gas station and get, you know, two honey buns for a dollar. Yeah. They're not two for a dollar no more. <laughs> no, nope, it's funny because they're not. They're a dollar each for maybe a dollar twenty-five. So this uh, um, IC Stars Alumni Halloween Party is October 29th. Starts at 8 p.m. It's at the Lincoln Tap Room. It's uh, 3010 North Lincoln Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60657. Uh, for any extra information, um, you know, talk to Joe, talk to Gamal, talk to me, and I'll point you back to Joe and Gamal. 
Yeah. Um, so, Joe, just before we close out, like, you know, because I think it's important, like, as far as I know, Gamel is the one that took initiative in, in making this happen. Um, he's, yeah. he's organizing, he's working out the, the logistics behind it. Um, how did that come to be about? Why why did Gamal take this? Is it because I missed the alumni meeting? Yeah, you it's your fault. Him? You missed the... Nah. <laughs> now, what happened, like, be honest, um, we were in the alumni meeting. Um, and even before that, you know, Gamal and I and a couple other people, we talked about, um, you know, get it together outside of just the IC Stars events and kind of doing something. Because that's what's missing, right? Like, yeah. And I know we've heard from other alumni, like, oh, I used to hang out with so-and-so on this side of town versus that side of town. Right. Um, but really, like, making an event for IC Stars alumni, organized by IC Stars alumni, inviting all the alumni and friends, because this is not an alumni-only yeah. event. Bring your friends and family, please. Like, let's let's have fun together. Let's let's bring the people we love and care about and just have fun and support the organization. Get dressed up in a Halloween costume. We're probably going to have some raffles. We might have a raffle. We might have a prize for the best costume, maybe. Oh, I'll that's, that's a good idea. We, we could work something yeah, out. Yeah, we could work something out. And, um... But yeah, it's about it's about just getting together and enjoying, you know, the fact that we do have even though we might not be the same, we might not be from the same part of town, we might not like the same type of ice cream, same type of movies. All of the people who went through this program have one thing in common, and that is that we went through this program. And our family and friends and have one thing in common. So that one of the one we went through this program. You, but one of the things that um, when I did this podcast with Brendy, she said she wanted to make clear that IC Stars, the organization, is completely separate from the IC Stars Alumni Association. Right. Right. Because within IC Stars, um, you know, keeping it real, like there's some people that are looked at as favorites and people that might not get an opportunity. Some people that, you know, probably did not do so good at their job. And IC Stars right, might right. not look at them in the greatest, you know, eyes or whatnot. But the Alumni Association, it's pretty much what unites us yeah. due to the experience, due to the journey of, you know, being part of that program, learning what we learned. And and, um, and at the end of the day, it's, it's our network, you know, who do we know? Exactly. And how can we get to the next step that we're trying to get to? Yeah, there's nobody in the Alumni Association that I don't like. Uh, I'll say that with full confidence. Um, and if there is somebody you don't like in the Alumni Association, that's a personal problem. Like, get over it. Like, let's have fun together. That's right. You know, um, and let's let's build. Like we have an opportunity to really take the name and leverage that. Like IC Stars is the first boot camp, like technology boot camp. Like that's IC Stars, and you know Sandy really kind of. You know, I was having a conversation with her. She kind of made that clear to me. Like, you know, she went somewhere else, and they said how big IC Stars. I think she said she was in. Um, she was in. Uh, uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. and she told somebody that you know she's Sandy Castro from IC Stars. They basically like kissed her feet, because <laughs> you know what the model it's that hard to the, get through those red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The model that they that they created has been replicated. I mean, Dev Bootcamp. You know, like right. like there's many there's many organizations that have replicated this model. So we have an opportunity to leverage that name to create good change in our communities. We are the alumni of IC stars. Um, so 
maybe it starts with this party and maybe it and the next thing we do is a community cleanup day you know maybe mm-hmm. the next thing it's not like these things haven't been done before we've had these things before but we kind of fell off a little bit but let's right it's, let's it's a one it. and done right like now yeah. we want to keep some sort of consistency some yeah. sort of and it can be done momentum and, and just just keeping it going and you know bringing everybody together and yeah, making an impact with, with our communities, yeah, which is the ultimate goal. Let's leverage the IC Star's name. We all care about the places we came from. Um, we all know what you know on a national level. Like Chicago is such a it's got such a bad rap. Like let's say IC Stars is doing something. We can't depend on you know the the board and the the corporate bigwigs to to do that. That's our job. You know we're the people. We're the community leaders that that's supposed to come out of this, right? The mission is to have a thousand community leaders by twenty twenty. Well, guess what? It's twenty fucking sixteen. <laughs> so we need to get to work, right? <laughs> you know, like real talk. Otherwise. Where the reason this shit failed at the end of the day. On that note, we'll close out and get to work. Thanks, John. All right. Well, thanks, Chris, for the opportunity. Uh, holla back. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on